Neither the United States of America nor the world community of nations can tolerate deliberate deception. But I welcome this kind of examination because people have got to know whether or not their presidents are crook. I did not trade arms for hostages. Welcome to Revealed, putting public records in the public eye. I'm your host, Hannah Markley, and I'm here to tell the stories that we found out the hard way through public records and FOIA requests. Hey listeners, I've been having some problems with my editing software, so I edited this episode for content flow and story, but I didn't get out things like ums or awkward pauses. So I would love to hear if that's something that bothers you, and if not, I might be able to get episodes out a lot faster in the future. So let me know what you think once you've listened to the episode. Thanks. This story follows the Skamania County Auditor's Office during the time that that position was held by a man named Michael Garvison. Garvison came to the Auditor's Office from the State Auditor's Office. So local activists and um, engaged people felt like he should be a fine fit. But as you'll see, he didn't really take his job seriously and actually began to fire hardworking employees who caught him in bad acts. And that's how he ran afoul of Gloria Howell, the hero in today's story, who used public records to catch him at it. So let's kind of start at the beginning. You um, don't have a background in journalism or anything that I'm aware of, and yet you have become a big name in the public records community. How did that happen? Well, we have to go back to the beginning because uh, my husband and I, we've lived in Stevenson, Washington, all of our married life, which is coming up 63 years. We lived in the same place. We also had a business, a general contracting business, so we knew all parts of the county. Uh, the population of Skamania County is 10 to 12,000 people. So, you know, that's not very large in the, uh, in the game. So in 98, we retired, I retired our business and I, my husband, he still worked, but we still, uh, I was not in the courthouse all the time getting permits and taking care of things that I needed to take care of for us to operate under the system. So uh, we were out of business and I had an elective official come by my home and say, things just aren't the way they used to be in the courthouse. And I said, well, you're kidding, you know, because we've always been able to be, have access to everything. And, and in fact, I'd go in and go to a file cabinet and get, fill out the permits myself. It was that kind of a situation. And so I said, well, what's going on? I said, well, we've got this auditor who had come in to replace the auditor who was a bachelor and he was retiring and wanted to do some other things and his health was declining. So they brought in this, this Garvison who was uh, out of the state auditor's office. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So he ought to know what he's doing. 
And uh, so I didn't pay any attention. Can you kind of describe the the broad strokes role of the auditor? What 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 does the auditor do in Skamania? Well, at that time, it's changed now, but uh, at that time, all of the all the receipts, and they took care of licensing and you know, the title company, they'd send over their things and everything was recorded. Well, my daughter worked in the auditor's office. So for a while, uh, things went along, but then all of a sudden he started in on my daughter and she would come to our home and she said, you know, I, I don't know what's going on, mom. And I said, well, what, tell me what's going on in the office. And she said, well, he's, he's, we've been going through different people. He's hired people, but they were uh, coming and going. They wouldn't stay very long. What was and your daughter's course, position in the office? She was, she worked in the auditor's office uh, as, a, as probably what they would deem a clerk, but she did licensing, basically a lot of the licensing because she knew everybody. You know, they come in with cars and transfers and and stuff. All of a sudden, he said he didn't like what she was doing. And uh, so she was to go back in, in the, uh, the recording safe, what they called a, behind a door. And he didn't want her dealing with any of the public. And uh, he said, you've been there's been money missing out of the licensing department and you've, uh, you've been taking money. So he was trying to change everything the way he wanted it. So he could, uh, as I look back now, I think he was just putting in place. So he was going to help himself, which he did. He had pretty much full reign. If you look at the expense account um, many times, he he just signed off on those himself, which is not a normal procedure. Usually, the auditors would follow a budget. Uh, there was he was really out of line. So um, he got rid of a lot of the people who had been there, and then he came after your daughter. What's your daughter's name? Angela Angela Mosier. He started after her, and. Um, and fired her, actually fired her. And, um, you know, it was, I mean, she'd worked for the county as a loyal subject. She'd worked for the commissioners and several places. She was not a, uh, uh, a person that didn't know what she was doing. And of course, when he fired her, she went to see about unemployment and he had fixed that so she could not get any employment so she ended up drawing out her retirement fund this went on for probably uh, two years oh it was just unbelievable so once your daughter was fired um i assume she went to the unemployment office and was told that it was because because she was fired for fraud she wasn't eligible yes and y'all made a public records request to the auditor's office after that? Yes. 
So Gloria didn't take this lying down. She decided that she would go and find answers. And she started with the public records, something that anybody can do when they encounter government action that they don't understand or don't like. You included. Basically, wanted her out of licensing. Um, he, he just, now I think he'd gotten rid of her in, you know, we were just focused on what he was doing and he hired this other gal, this Heidi Penner. He hired her and you could see that he was uh, a lot of, like I say, this whole book, a lot of times she didn't even sign off on things. He just wrote everything he wanted. He was, he had a free hand to do whatever he wanted to do. And nobody did anything about it. Uh, the then prosecuting attorney, he, their job is to look over the elected officials, but he's also to represent the people in the county that voted for him. And so he was, they were pretty good friends. So I got no help there and I let's go after the public records. I know you might be thinking that Gloria isn't exactly an impartial witness here when she's telling us that her daughter wasn't stealing money from her employer and her employer was wrong. And I don't know that Gloria would even claim to be impartial. Of course she's going to believe her daughter, but you'll hear that her faith was well-founded and Gloria saw that something was up really early on in Garvison's behavior while other people were turning a blind eye. And so she turned to the public records to try to vindicate her daughter and also to protect Skimania from someone who was skimming their tax dollars. And so I went to a young man who had been our prosecuting attorney that I babysat him when he was a little guy. He stayed with us quite often and he knew me quite well. Gloria is talking about Brad Anderson, another Skamania County native who cares a lot about making sure that the county and its taxpayers are well treated by their elected officials. So I said, you know, to Brad, we need to see what's going on. What can we do? When I first went in, they handed me a probably a, a stack of records that was probably four inches high of everything I didn't want as to all the different buildings and grounds and all this stuff. I said, you know darn well, I didn't mean that. I want your records of this office of your spending. It took some fiddling, but eventually Gloria got the records she wanted, and they really were kind of mind-blowing. And so when we opened up those records, um, my attorney took them over to the sheriff's office, and he had two investigators, and they, we started going through those records, and it was just unbelievable, the things that we found and the misuse of funds. I mean, he uh, attended our county fair and, you know, that would be on, he's an uh, elected official, you know, and, and he's just a person. So if you go to the county fair, you pay for your hamburger. He charges it back to the taxpayers, if you could believe that. 
So also he bought a, uh, uh, a car or a Jeep that he said was for election purposes. We, how often do you have election purposes, you know, that you need a separate rig? But he, he managed to uh, have new tires put on that and had several things. And it was obvious from the speedometer that he had used it for his own personal use on weekends in the hills and whatnot. So there were just so many indicators that uh, and the, the trips were uh, unbelievable. He went to DC several times and, and uh, oh, he also got a college degree on the taxpayers which it was toward the end and how he got away with that is just beyond me. So the records showed that Mr. Garbison had been using the county's money to pay for all sorts of things, but they also showed that he had been deleting some of the records. So we don't actually know how much of the Skamania County tax money Garbison misappropriated. He had a gal that he hired in become his uh, his associate and she destroyed records and he was in violation of of destroying those records he should have known better out of the out of that office that he worked in did the sheriff press charges the sheriff didn't press charges, we did. So even after getting all of the evidence together herself and presenting it to law enforcement, it was still really up to Gloria to make sure that justice was done. More about how she went about that after the break. Hey y'all, I hope you're enjoying the show. I got involved with Open Records because of my time on the board with the Washington Coalition for Open Government. WashCog is an incredible organization. They only have one employee and a board of really active volunteers. If you could help support the mission of Washington Coalition for Open Government, I would really appreciate it. See a link in the podcast notes. Did the sheriff press charges? The sheriff didn't press charges. We did. Um, Well, we took him on anyway. So uh, the county themselves, they pushed it on to first it was, they were state offices and then they ended up putting it in Clark County's hands. I don't think uh, they wanted to touch it. Clark County's prosecuting office did did prosecute Mr. Garvison. Right. What was the outcome of that? Okay, Judge, she is retired now, but Judge Barbara Johnson, Barbara Johnson, um, found him guilty, and uh, he was to pay back, it was over $100,000. The amount originally was over $100,000, but somehow or another, Um, that got reduced when or how along the way I don't know. I went and looked into this after I talked to Gloria and it looks like what happened was the 
prosecutor eventually decided to accept a plea from Garvison for a certain amount of violation. Although it seems like the total amount will never be known because of the missing records, we know that he spent at least $87,000 on things like first-class trips to Washington, D.C., on things like personal laptop computers, new tires for his car, all out of the county funds, which were not his. I've included a couple of links in the podcast notes to articles about Garbison's um, conviction and back payment, if you want to look into that further. He was to pay a certain amount per month for restitution. He, uh, and it wasn't, I don't think it was even $100 a month. I can't remember the exact figure, but it wasn't even $100 a month. And he, uh, he's not paid anything since 2020. So, you know, they, he's in arrears to Skamania County. I went just yesterday and it looks like uh, with the interest and everything, he still owes the taxpayers of Skamania County $130,000. And uh, nobody is going after him. And why? Why not? And who's, I did call the uh, sheriff and ask him, I said, well, who, uh, who takes care of this stuff when people don't um, don't come forth with their payment or whatever? Because they they throw young men who don't have jobs or are out of jobs for child support and whatnot. They throw them in jail if they can't pay. And here, this guy wanders around. Uh, he's on Facebook. He's traveled. He's uh, with a softball association that's going all over the United States, how can he get away with that? He deceived not only uh, a lot of people in Skamania County deserves to have that money. You know, you and I, you couldn't get away with not paying your property taxes. They'd put a lien on your place or whatever. And, uh, uh, after being in business for 38 years with my husband, and sometimes we had uh, federal contracts where you don't get paid for six, eight weeks, and you still have to pay your employer taxes and other things, or you don't do business. Yeah. And here this guy can walk around and nobody touch him. It's not right. You know, and that's, but he still owes money. And uh, if need be, we'll take him back to court. So although Garbison has been held somewhat accountable, Gloria isn't fully satisfied with the resolution. But as far as the story's gone so far, that's what we have. I asked Gloria, you know, what this impact was like for her family and how it impacted particularly her daughter's career long term. My daughter did um, receive some back, some back uh, monies for a wrongful fire, uh, firing, but 65% of that negotiated thing went to the lawyers. 
So, you know, after you haven't done anything for two and a half, three years, her husband worked and everything, but boy, it really threw a monkey wrench in every, in our own personal finances, yeah. As we were wrapping up, I asked Gloria, what made her decide to take this on? You know, there were dozens of other people who lost jobs when Garvison started purging the office of people who wouldn't go along with his schemes. And yet only Gloria really tackled the issue and saw it through and is still trying to make sure that justice is served. What made her different? She seemed to think she is different. She thinks we all have an obligation to our towns, to our communities. It's up to the people and the people need to pay attention. And I think there's, I think the fact that uh, Brad Anderson, my attorney, he had been the prosecuting attorney. I think uh, it was just so over kill on Garson's part, the things he got away with. I think it just, uh, this was our place. We were raised here. I was first married here and, and I've always loved this uh, you know, the whole heart of the thing. And, and Brad felt the same way, you know. And so with his knowledge of he, when he came in as a young man, as a prosecuting attorney, and we'd had a prosecuting attorney for 25, 30 years before that, who loved the place too. Uh, we didn't want to see it destroyed. So there you have it. Gloria stood up for her family and her town using public records. If you have any questions about how to use public records in your own community, consider reaching out to me or the Washington Coalition for Open Government. We'd love to help you. We believe that the more people know how to use public records and make use of them to make their communities better and stronger, the better our public records laws will be and the more inclined to comply with those laws the government actors will be. So stay curious and stay involved. I hope to hear from you soon.